We're going to do the Chazara of Daftes of yesterday's Daftes, and we'll get to today's. Yesterday was the, um, so uh, we started off yesterday uh, talking about the uh, various uh, comments from Rabbi Yochanan. He says that the day of rain is like the day of the gathering of the exiles. Ka'afikim ba'negev, okay, and um, and afikim references the rain. Uh, that's Shua Hashem Shiviseinu. Um, also, the day of rain is similar. It's great because it, it causes the armies to stop. And uh, we quoted a pasuk to that effect. And then we saw that Rabbi Yochanan said that the rain only stops because people promise to give charity publicly. And then they don't do it. And that's we quoted the pasuk that when the, you know, there's clouds, there's wind, and then there's no, uh, but no rain. And that's what he's saying. There's a bunch of talk, all a bunch of hot air. Oh yeah, okay. Hot air, exactly. Mm-hmm. No action. They're not uh, when it comes to taking the money out of their pocket. It's a little uh, harder. Now, uh, Rabbi Yochanan said, "Allah said said a quote of the pasuk Aser Taaser, and that uh, means Aser Bishvil Shetis Aser. That by tithing it will make you wealthy. Okay, it brings good good." Uh, it brings a good will in the world and it helps bring blessing down in the world. Anyway, so Rabbi Yechran met the son, the young child son of his uh, brother-in-law, Rabbi Shlakish, and uh, he said, tell me the Pasuk you're saying, you're learning, and he said, Aser to Aser. So the boy asked him, what does it mean? Double expression, what's Aser to Aser? And Rabbi Yechran explained, it's Asher Bishvil Shantis Asher. So the boy is very precocious and he asked, so tell me, uh, you know, how do you know that's true? Okay. So he says, well, you're allowed to, you can test, test God, and you'll see it's true. So he's like, since when are you allowed to test God? Doesn't the Pasuk say, Lo tenasu es Hashem, don't test me. God doesn't like tests. So the Gemara says, you're right, except in this uh, exception. Normally, it isn't appropriate to test God. When it comes over here, it is appropriate, because the Pasuk says, Ovechanuni nabezos. So this child said to him, he said, how? He quoted his Rebbe, Reboshi. He said, had I known the Pasuk, I learned the Pasuk, I wasn't up to there in Pasuk and Malach yet, but then I wouldn't, I wouldn't even need your whole Kiddush over here. I would, of course, known uh, that means Aser Bishvil Shantis Asher, and I would have known also that there's no, uh, there's no, uh, no war, that, uh, that you are allowed to test God in these areas. So, that's the story. It was a different, a different situation, different time when Rabbi Yochanan met up with the, also the same child of Rabbi Shlakish, <coughs> and he was quoting a pasuk, "Ivelas Adam Darka a pasuk in Mishlei Okay, which is basically saying that uh, a person does stupid things. Okay, and uh, then he gets, you know, like for instance, you know, there's a path to get to, to get from point A to point B. He goes off the path and he gets lost. So, um, and then he starts blaming God. God, why do you do this to me? Okay, so it's like, <laughs> excuse me, who asked you to go off the path? Okay, so um, it's uh, so uh, Rabbi Yochanan was sitting and saying, how can there be that there's this pasuk and the, in in Ksuvim and there's no indication in the in the we don't see it anywhere in the Torah. You would imagine that something like this a principle. Should be uh, should be uh, should be, be you know mentioned in the Torah somewhere. So the child said to him, "Well, of course it is. Doesn't the pasuk say that when the the brothers of Yosef were 
taken to task. They were accused of being, of being, uh, of being spies, and uh, they were afraid. And they said, "What is this that God did to us?" So, what do you mean? What you know? Blaming them? You know, their own actions. They're blaming on God. Okay. So uh, when he heard the answer, which was very sharp, so uh, Rabbi Yochanan, who was very old, he had his eyebrow, eyebrows used to hang over his eyes. He lifted up his eyebrows to see the child. Right away, the mother went and grabbed the child away and said, let's not, uh, I don't want to happen to you what happened to your father because due to the dispute between Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakesh, Rabbi Yochanan, when Rabbi Yochanan gazes, it brings the Midas Adin. It's not a good situation, so he took him away. Um, Rabbi Yochanan said that uh, an interesting idea that when it comes to rain, rain comes from an individual, for even an individual. When it comes to Parnassa in general, the general Parnassa of the world, that's, uh, that's only the Koch of the Rabbim, of the, of the Tzibor. And we quote a Pasuk, when it looks in the, uh, the, the Pasuk to that effect, it says, Yiftach Hashem singular, to bring rain to your specific, singular, your land. When it comes to Parnassa, it says, like the, the example of Parnassa is the uh, man, and mamter lochem lechem in to the tzibor. Okay, so Rav Yosef raises a question that is, he says he says that we have we had uh, through the in the desert we had three major uh, suppliers mm-hmm. or leaders that uh, in their merit we their, who are they Moshe Aaron and Miriam and we were given granted through their merit three great gifts. Okay, the be'er, the anan, and the mon. So the Be'er is, is in the merit of Miriam. Uh, the Amr uh, Anon is in the Zchos of Aaron. And the Man was in the Zchos of Moshe. So uh, once Miriam died, so then there was no Be'er. And we, that's when the com- people complained. Right after the Pasuk says, Vatomosha Miriam, it says, Because it was in her merit. And then due to Moshe and Aaron's merit, they were able to restore the, the, the well. Okay, that traveled with them, the magical well. Okay, uh, once Aaron died, so then the Ananiah covered went away. As the Pasuk also says, <laughs> what did he hear? He heard that Aaron died, and there's no longer the Ananiah covered. And that's what the Pasuk means, not Vayiru, but Vayiru, that means that they were visible, now no longer blocked and protected by the, by the clouds. And therefore, um, and the key is not the key of Aaron, is not that Aaron died, but that because Aaron died, because Aaron died, so therefore they were now exposed mm-hmm. and they were at risk of being attacked, and that's what happened. Um, <coughs> and then all, uh, basically, that also came back in Moshe's merit. Once Moshe died, they all were gone, and that's based on the Pasuk. It says that all the Shloshes of Rome are going to be gone in one month. They didn't die in one month, because we know that we have, we have Miriam who died in Nisan, we had uh, Aaron died in Av, and we had Moshe Rabbeinu who died in Ador. So uh, the answer is <laughs> the gifts that were on, on account of them were all lost in one shot. It was as if they all were gone um, in, at the same, in the same month. Anyway, the problem is, is that this is a question because it's, you see that it's Parnassa Bishvil Yachin, it's only Moshe's merit that we have Parnassa. So it more explains that Moshe is not himself. Moshe's merit is the merit of the Tibor, and that's the, he's davening for the Tibor, that's a different thing. So he saw, once we quoted that Pasuk, so he saw a story with Rav Huna Bar Menach, or Shmuel Bar Idi, 
and Rav Chiyam Mibestanya, and they used to, they were regulars by Rava, and then after Rava passed away, they went to Rav Papa, mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, whenever he would say something that they thought was questionable, they used to, like, you know, make, you know, eye contact with each other, uh, their eye, you know, do the old eye roll, whatever, you know, things like that. Anyway, uh, Rav Papa, you, you know, when you do that, you're supposed to make sure that, that the, birth, the teacher's not noticing, right? Okay. The teacher sees it, then it's uncomfortable, okay? Anyway, but bottom line is, is that he noticed and he felt really bad. He, had a, he went to sleep, and that night he had a dream, and he quoted, and the, the pasuk was quoted to him in the dream, And uh, therefore, he sent them off on their way the next day, so as not to, that they shouldn't get harmed because of, uh, because of him. Um, at least that's the interpretation I'm understanding here. Next, we saw another story with Rav Papa. Rav Shimir Bashi was a regular student by Rav Papa, and he used to pepper him with such difficult questions. And at one time, he saw Rav Papa was uh, his head was on, you know, was lying on his head, and he and he overheard him pray. He said, "Hashem, please save me from the embarrassment that Shimi causes me because he asks such hard questions. I don't know what to answer, and I I feel so stupid." Anyway, so uh, that was uh, since then. Rav Shimi Rashi you know, was quiet and didn't ask him any more questions. <coughs> now, um, this idea of Rabbi Yochanan that the rain comes for a yachid and uh, is is also said over by Rish Lakish. Rish Lakish says, "How do you know that it's Bishvil Yachid?" Quoted a pasuk: "Shalom Hashem Matar Beis Malkosh, Hashem Ose Chazizim Om Tar Geshem Mitel Lehem Leish Eisav Basada to a man." So ish means even to one man. Eisav basada, even um, so, uh, even the, when it's going to a man, it's not to all of his fields. It's sada, and even field, it's not only the, the whole field. It's even asaf, even a singular grass will be sustained individually, and that's a story we saw. The Rav, Rav Daniel Barkatina, he had a garden, and every day he used to go and check over the garden and see. He says, "Oh, this plant needs a little more." These are this far is okay, and uh, the next day, you know, it would rain exactly in the needed locations. Okay, um, so uh, and what does this mean? We mentioned this word osa chazizim. It's an unfamiliar term. So the Gemara says that uh, there's like a miniature cloud that provides its own little drizzle. Okay, just for that specific needs uh, for the tzaddik. Each tzaddik gets his own, basically. Um, and that's what explained. There was like basically this thin cloud that's uh, underneath a thicker cloud. Now, um, so um, we saw uh, 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 that uh, when there's a drizzle before the rain, that's an indicator that the rain is about to come. When it's after the rain, so then it's an indicator that the rain is about to leave. Um, the way to remember that is like flour, when you're grinding the flour, first comes out the, the fine, very fine flour and then the, the thicker parts. And uh, also the other direction um, is that when a goat uh, relieves itself, so the, before he finishes relieving himself, the, the excrement gets smaller pieces. Okay, so that's... And, okay. Um, so, uh, story goes, I thought this was also a very cute story. Ula... Um, came to Bavel and he saw the drizzle coming. He says, oh, let's batten down the hatches. We got to, you know, get ready for the, there's going to be a rain. And sure enough, it didn't rain. So he says, ah, 
makes sense that because the Babylonians are liars, the rain in Babylonia is also a liar. Okay, it indicates that it's coming down and then it doesn't come. What? Why is it down on, on the on He's not talking necessarily about the Jews, but, uh, you know, there was a, always, as we know, there was a lot of, there was always a, a, a healthy rivalry between Eretz Yisrael and Babel. Uh, appreciation. Yeah. What? <laughs> Healthy rivalry. A rivalry. You can't understand the rivalry. Don't you know there's UT and there's uh, Texas and uh, Texas A and M. That's how the Aggies and the whatever. Whatever. It's it's uh, there's a uh, rivalries. Right? There's uh, always been in history rivalries. Yeah, I'm young Israel. Rivalries. Rivalries exist in the world. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I was wondering if weather forecasting is considered not a good profession because it's predicting the future. Oh. Or because of the liars? They're predicting the future. No, but you have to... See, see the reason now you know why they why why they can't predict so well because they they don't take into account the nature of the people mm-hmm. and they know that's like first you have to see what kind of people are and then you say well these people, you know they don't keep the word and therefore therefore we can't trust the signs. Okay. Why is gambling? Okay, brings us to the next thing. Okay, um, Ulo came to Bavel and he saw a basket full of dates for Mir Zuz and he's like wow. It's the, you can live here basically for free. I mean, uh, you could be. Uh, you don't need to spend the time earning money. You can uh, have so much. You have a basket full of honey for a zuz, and they're not studying Torah all the time. I mean, you can. Um, mm-hmm. It's such a land of plenty. You can live off the fat of the land here. And what are they not learning? Um, so sure enough, uh, that night he had such stomach aches from what he ate. So he said, "Oh man." A, a basket full of knives in the zoos, and they're still learning Torah. I'm pretty impressed. So his perspective changed pretty well. Okay. Next we saw Rabbi Yezer says that the whole world is, it's machlokas, where does the rain come from? Okay, very interesting machlokas here. According to Rabbi Yezer, the world's getting the rain from the oceans. The oceans, uh, it draws the water from the oceans, and then it comes down in rain. Um, quote a puzzle to that effect. Rabbi Yeshua says, no, it's, it's, if it would be coming from there, then it would be salty. So he says, ah, I know, but the, 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 the clouds sweeten. They, they sieve it out. They, they sweeten up the, the, the water that we get sweet water. Okay? Um, so, um, so Rabbi Yeshua says that it's actually, there's waters on high and it comes from the heaven. Um, and they quoted a pasuk to that effect, and they basically, that's what we saw, that the, it says, uh, they basically the clouds draw from the land, they open up uh, when they come to heaven, and then they get filled with the rain, and then they drop the rain down. Okay, so that's the way Rabbi Yeshua's version is, quoted psukim to his effect also, and they basically, each of them had to um, deal with the other one's pasuk, um, and basically, um, we mentioned that as a side point, it says, since it says, um, and he says it's, it teaches us how the, great, the greatness of the day of rain is like the day of the creation of the world. It's connected. Quoted this very early in the beginning of the Mesechta. Anyway, so that's that. So we quoted a source that says, Pasuk says, which sounds like that, uh, that it's, the water is coming from on high. 
which fits more like Rabbi Yeshua. But Rabbi Lezer will tell you that, um, that uh, since the clouds go up to the heavens and then they drop the rain, it's as if it's coming from on high. So that's how he answers it. And, um, and then we saw another source that sounds like the other direction. Uh, Reb Chanina says, the Pasuk says, God gathers the sea, the waters of the sea. And and then it, 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 the, the waters from below, from the depths, are put in storehouses. So what is it coming from? The, 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 the water down, down below, which is a fitting in with Rabbi Yezer. But Rabbi Yeshua says, no, what's going on over here? This puzzle is not talking about the system of the rain cycle, but rather it's uh, talking about creation, how God caused the, the, the water to gather and, and allow for room for the earth to, to show. And that's what that's about. Anyway, that is where we left off yesterday. And...